Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Sunday night on Channel 7 will be another L.A. mayor's debate between the top five candidates. I don't know if you saw that story a couple of weeks ago, John, that some of the others running for mayor are screaming to get to be allowed into these debates. Yeah, I saw other that. Candidates. Oh, they're a bunch of losers. You well, don't well, get one you, of them is the guy you put on the show, Craig. Grimes, yeah, I, I, I know, but when he when we put him on the show, it was because he was going to start a grassroots effort to find civilian candidates to run against all the uh, uh, existing the city council members. Yeah, to get regular people, and somehow it morphed into him running for mayor. So it makes me wonder what, whether that original oh. idea was just a front. Oh, I thought he was just going to be one of the people recruited to run, and then he's got people running for the council post, but no, it didn't happen? No. I, I, no I, what I, I discovered... And this was horrifying because the El Segundo Times keeps doing these stories. And, of course, because they've got this daughter of the owner, right? The, this woke woman. The woke woman, yeah. Sun Chung. What is her first name again? I or forget. I don't know. Uh, but they've been spotlighting. I mean, we've been saying this for years. And I guess the guy we just mentioned, Craig, it was a Craig Riley, right? Grivey, yeah. Grivey. That they wanted to get regular people due to homelessness and crime. And, you know, we're looking at a guy like Rick Caruso. I'm thinking he's closer to that than the rest of these entrenched politicians. But instead, there's three people running for L.A. City Council who are these socialist Democrats. Mm -hmm. There is out there is Nithya Raman, the lady that we picked on for years over what's going on in her district, which includes Los Feliz. And I'm reading about them like, oh, my God, as much as I hate Gil Cedillo, 
the city could actually, I, I know this is hard to believe, head in a worse direction when it oh, comes yeah. to the governance. Oh, it oh, could head in a worse direction. No, I know. It, 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 if what, you have these three crazy far left city council members win seats, holy mackerel. No, these are as far, far left as you can get and still not fall off the edge. Yes. And, and they're, the Democratic Socialists of America, that is um, practically an anarchist movement. And, and it's heavily funded by rich tech guys. And it's, it's, it's evil. It's devious. And uh, they are behind a lot of uh, the protests that you see. Uh, like when you see, when you see uh, like homeless protests, right? Yeah. You see the, the, these, these fake groups screaming and yelling that you can't touch the homeless in the parks. You have to leave them alone. It's all these groups. And I, I, I think they're more about under – I keep saying this. It's true. They hate American civilization. They hate the concept of America. They want to undermine and destabilize our daily life. They don't think this is a legitimate country. Well, we talked about this yesterday when we were talking about the border. Because it's the same thing. The open border policy is proof of that. It's a way of saying that the way America was founded and grew was wrong. It's morally wrong. Mm. So we'll let in the world so we can change the nation. I, I, you know what? Least racial mix, but probably I, political mix. I, I, I think the la- a lot of the stuff that went on the last two years, I, I don't think is all coincidence. I think it's a lot of the same people behind it. I think from the George Floyd protests to all these homeless protests to all the pushing to lock down the country, because it seems like while we were all locked down and consumed with fear, a lot of this activity really boiled over. Right. And they got into they got into office. They got on uh, campaign staff. They formed these organizations. They formed these protest movements. They went crazy online, and they actually created a uh, kind of a, uh, they got they got all this momentum going. And now people are coming out out of COVID, and they're looking around, and they're going, "What the hell happened? What the f is this?" <laughs> and 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 it, it's from it's from Biden's administration all the way on down to these to these local councilmen. They're they're six percent or less of the country. They're amplified because the media is totally infected with progressive woke a Oh yeah, they like the message, right? Right. You know, it it, it it's what uh, Elon Musk said the other day. Is is like uh, Netflix caught the caught, caught the woke virus, right? And uh, that's the woke virus infected a lot of people in the media, a lot of people in the entertainment industry, a lot of you know people in journalism and in politics and they 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 don't represent much more than 5 10% of the country but they they really took hold in, in the last couple of years and it's going to take take it's going to take a little while to flush them out but that's what the election in November is for there's going to be a big flushing going on cuz nobody wants to live like this this is well, this, this is, is what crazy us world this DA that we can't stand. yes exactly it's the same thing it's a George Soros absolutely yeah, financed gone. the DA, and he did it in San Francisco with Chesa Bodine. He did it with well, George Gascon. he's not Gascon. alone, though. Remember, we found out that uh, some of those uh, the, those rich tech people, including the Netflix yes, wife and yes. everybody else, they're all part of this. Yeah, they, they are. A lot of this is financed by tech a-holes and their uh, tech a-hole wives. Absolutely. And uh, the, 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 I don't know what their purpose is, but they have really bizarre political beliefs. And, of course, they're insulated from all this. They're so extremely wealthy. They live on huge properties and gigantic mansions. They're protected by lots of security and lots of staff. And for some reason, they, th- they, they think that they're meaningful. Oh, the, the whole thing with social media. 
you know, with, with, with Zuckerberg and with uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter, what have they been doing for the last few years? They've been they've been uh, adjusting their algorithm algorithms to promote left wing progressive ideology and shut down anybody who disagrees, except always, always, always fanatics go too far. And when they shut down the New York Post about the Hunter Biden laptop, that woke everybody up. And, 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 and that, that's what's happening now. Everyone's opened their eyes and saying, oh, my God, they really, they really do manipulate um, what you see on Twitter, what you see on Facebook. What they do is this technique called shadow banning. Well, let, let's say I write something that the algorithm disagrees with. I post it. I think it's out there for my friends and followers to see. Actually, my friends and followers don't see it. But I don't know that they don't see it. I don't get much of a reaction. I don't get too many likes. I don't know why. That's a good one. Yeah. No, no, they've been doing they've been doing this for several years, and I've seen it happen to a number of people that I know. But and if you they, post a few things and get no reaction, you'd be on to that. You'd know right, that somebody's up to something to censor you. But you can't work around it. That's the thing. You have no control to get people to see what you're posting if you're on the bad side of the algorithm. All right, well, this debate Sunday night is the same five people as the last one. Karen Bass, Joe Buscaino, you got Rick Caruso, Kevin DeLeon, we don't know why, Mike Fuhrer. You see Mike Fuhrer finally rolled out a commercial, him walking his dog? No, you haven't seen that? No, I haven't. He finally spent some money on a campaign that's at 2% in the polls. Um, the Times wanted to point out again that Rick Caruso has now spent $23 million, an astronomical sum that far surpasses the combined spending of the other candidates in the field. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's kind of the underpinning of this uh, article about his spending. Yeah, but, well, you, you, you can see that coming, especially from, uh, you know, the woke daughter. I, I mean, of course, they're going to say it's not fair. So what are you going to do? Yeah. You can't. See, that's the thing. They don't like the way the Constitution is set up. They don't like that a rich person is allowed to spend unlimited money promoting themselves. Right. They think that the government some, sh somehow should regulate that. They so, think that all campaigns should be just publicly funded and everybody gets the same amount of money hey, and good luck to you. You know what? But, hey, the woke daughter, she's got a, a, a father who's probably more wealthy than Caruso. Yeah. Nothing stops a family member from running and spending their own, you know, $23 million to tell us why we should have uh, 200,000 homeless in the street vomiting on us. Go ahead. Take your agenda and promote that. You go spend tens of millions of dollars of dad's money and see how far you get. Well, we come back. There's a couple of New York Times writers that have this book coming out about politics, and uh, they're releasing like little excerpts. I don't know when the freaking book's coming out. But this one's worth talking about because it involves one of the people running for mayor. That's Congresswoman Karen Bass. Apparently, uh, uh, the knives are out between her and Kamala Harris. You'll find out why next. John and Ken, KFI. All right, so apparently there's this book that's coming out from a couple of uh, New York Times writers. It's called This Will Not Pass. It's on politics, both Trump and Biden passages. Um, the names of these political correspondents are Jonathan Martin and Alex Burns, so they're telling all sorts of stories. The one we're going to just spend a few minutes on now involves Karen Bass, the congresswoman who wants to be the next mayor of Los Angeles, and none other than our vice president, Kamala Harris. People may not remember this, but back in 2020, they were on the short list to be Biden's running mate. I forgot about Karen Bass was on the list. And we were both yeah. like, really? Where'd that come from? Well, because, because Biden said it was going to be a black woman. And uh, how many are there 
that could have a have, that have a plausible resume. Wait a minute, I thought that was the Supreme Court promise. It was also the VP. Oh promise? yes, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, both were going to be black right. women. And and he okay. ended, I forgot that. And he ended up cornering himself because he ended up with Kamala Harris. He ended uh, up he ended up with a bad candidate. He ended up with a really bad candidate. But apparently, <laughs> when this buzz started in 2020, that he was. Uh, that they were being considered along with a couple of other people. Uh, this started an ugly rivalry uh, between the two, because obviously they wanted both the inside track to be Biden's running mate. And it says here that uh, after Bass was reported to be in contention for vice president, some California Democrats explicitly pressed for Bass as an alternative to Kamala Harris. And that Biden was startled by the ferocity of some of the intrastate factional attacks on Kamala Harris by her fellow Democrats, including members of the state's largest congressional delegation. So that would be only so many people. I mean, there's quite a few Democratic congressional members but from California, but then again, you could narrow it down. The authors do not specify who they are. Bass is generally associated with the progressive wing of the Democrat Party. Nearly half of California's delegation are members of, of course, the Congressional Progressive Caucus. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 and that's, uh, that's where Bass comes from. Bass is, if you, you just look up, his, up our Wikipedia page, there's not any accomplishments. It's just about how she was the first this, the first that, Congressional Black Caucus. Yeah. Th that's, that's, it's, it's her identity, not her accomplishments. And that's why she's running for mayor, to be the first black female mayor. It's not because she expects to accomplish anything, because she never has. When, when you're given a 68-year run and you don't do anything, you're not going to do anything in year 69. So according to the book, uh, she got the uh, endorsement of a pretty strong labor leader out here named Dolores Huerta. And Harris's supporters were like, uh-oh, maybe we got to do something. So... And I think we mentioned this when this came out a couple of years ago. Leaks came out related to her ties to Cuba. Remember, supposedly she was praising uh, okay. communist Cuba on Twitter, I think, years Castro, ago. Castro died, and she yes. wrote nice things about Castro. Yeah, that began circulating again. And, and, and I didn't know she has ties to the Church of Scientology. I didn't well, there's a video out there that she once spoke uh, before 6,000 Scientologists. And this is the quote, the Church of Scientology, I know, has made a difference because your creed is a universal creed and one that speaks to all people everywhere. That is why the words are exciting of your founder, L. Ron Hubbard, in the creed of the Church of Scientology, that all people of whatever race, color, or creed are created with equal rights. Wow. So she was sucking up to the Scientologists, which, of course, you know, is a monstrous organization. Uh, her staff is claiming she's not a Scientologist. She was just trying to find common ground. I see. Uh, she, but she was she was a big, uh, um, yeah. In the 1970s, uh, she worked in Cuba with a group aligned with uh, Fidel Castro's government. Oh. Uh, 1973, she went with went to Cuba with the Vinceremos Brigade, um, and. Uh, a group that has organized annual trips to Cuba for young leftist Americans for half a century. It was a joint venture of the Castro government and students for a democratic society 
which gave birth to the Weather Underground Terrorist Group. The Weather Underground Terrorist Group is what Chesa Bodine's parents belonged to when they ended up killing uh, a, a, a cop and a Brinks guard. guard yeah, yeah guard. and they ended up getting thrown in prison for decades. So yeah. she's like one click away from Jessa Bodine's parents. So in their research, these authors discovered that there were uh, leaks, damaging leaks of information coming out about a number of the black female contenders for vice president. Besides Karen Bass, stuff came out about the former national security advisor, Susan Rice, some Florida congressman, congresswoman named Val Demings. But nothing was coming out about Kamala Harris which would lead you to believe that's probably the source of the damaging leaks about the others being considered for vice president. It doesn't take much to figure that out. And supposedly some San Francisco-based consulting firm called SCRB Partners uh, may have been involved in this, and they have been uh, pushing Harris in right. her career for more and, than a decade. And, and, and those guys are also backing Caruso now in this campaign. Yeah, apparently they have... Uh, uh, come up with a, they now go by the name of a Bear Star Strategies. And you're right. They yeah. are uh, backing yeah. Rick Caruso. Yeah. Who's running against Bass. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so they can bring out the same firepower. Well, that they uh, you know, if the trying to help Harris. If, if Bass is a problem in the election, we're going to hear more about her uh, trips to Cuba and uh, the connection to the group uh, that spawned the Weather Underground. Right. And right. we're going to find out more what she thinks uh, about Scientology. Karen Bass. She's got an act, and it's to be like, look like everybody's smiling grandma. But she is a kook. She is as far left as you're going to find it. She just hides it with a smile and a pleasant personality. Her belief system is not anywhere you're, anywhere near your belief system. And we have to be careful because I think, just like George Gascon, she's running a campaign that doesn't always indicate that. Mm-hmm. She's, she's saying the right things. Oh, everybody feels kind of unsafe. Right. Oh, homelessness. We need to get people off the yeah. streets. But I don't think that's what we're going we're no. to see if she becomes no. mayor. No, absolutely not. She There's not one bone in her body that wants to uh, fight criminals and clean up the homeless. Not one cell in her body. All right. We got more coming up. She's bonnet in a dress. John and Ken show KFI. And hang in there for the moist line people in the five o'clock hour. All right, when I saw this story pop up last night and again this morning, I thought of The Onion. I thought it might be parody, a joke. I didn't understand it. And then when it popped up more on the right-wing websites, I said, all right, I don't want to get churned up in the right-wing machine either. So I went to the Washington Post to see what the hell this is and see what the left-wing machine is saying. (laughs) We're talking about, and I know this is weird, The Department of Homeland Security, of course, has Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And he was in congressional hearings this week. In fact, later in the show, we'll play you some more audio because they went after him again about the border. But he mentioned in some of these hearings that the Department of Homeland Security has something called a disinformation governance board. And I thought the word itself was weird. Disinformation governance board. It sounds Soviet or Nazi-like, doesn't it? It does sound like a censorship board, yes. Well... That's that's we decide what disinformation is and we kill it. Right. Does that mean that it's not correct or not factual? Maybe not. What everybody could be our opinion. What everybody started saying, well, this is like the Ministry of Truth in George Orwell's book, 1984. And, And in that book, the Ministry of Truth 
was uh, in charge of um, making sure. Let me see here. I got an exact. Um, uh, it could, the, the Ministry of Truth controls information coming from news, entertainment, arts, and education. And you have to correct the record to align with the messaging of Big Brother, which is the leader and symbol of the ruling totalitarian party in the novel. So that's where the phrase Big Brother comes from. It comes from this novel. There's a ruling totalitarian party, and they have a ministry of truth to keep everybody in line, to keep everybody corrected, that here's the true story that we approve of. Right. And so I, don't, way, I, I think that is a perfect analogy for what this is supposed to be here. Right, it's all broad, though. Everybody wants to know what the hell they're really going to do. Now, he said in the hearings... At first, it's going to combat misinformation from human smugglers, because, again, these were border hearings. But in another hearing, uh-oh, he said it might be used to counter Russian cyber and election misinformation. The well, old idea that uh, Russia went after us in the 2016 election cycle with all sorts of phony stuff on right. Facebook and other social media. And the woman who he picked to lead this is Nina Jankowitz. Yeah, that's part two of the crazy story. And right? she... During the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story with the Post, kept insisting that the laptop is a Russian influence operation. In fact, if you remember, they had 50 former national security CIA officials claim that this was Russian disinformation. Five right. former heads of the CIA went on the record, signed a letter saying it was Russian disinformation. That's what Jankowitz was pushing herself. It turned out they were pushing the disinformation. The laptop was real. It didn't come from Russian spies. Yeah, now he made it sound like in these hearings that it's really about uh, trying to uh, get to Spanish speakers who were given misinformation mm. by human smugglers over the border. Because, again, this is homeland security. No, well, of course they have a cover story. You know, they're not going to say, hey, we're setting up a disinformation unit in order to try to uh, coerce and intimidate news media, people who write online, people who write on social media. Right. You know, and, and that's what it that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a coercion unit to use whatever power they have to try to set the record straight. This this is what the leftists believe. That's why they're into all the censorship online. That's why they have controlled the language and decided that anything you say is grounds for you being canceled and having your private life destroyed. Right. That's why they have made up all these phony crimes and they have all these phony charges, everything that ends in an ism. This is by design to intimidate and control people. And so the, logic, the logical yeah, extension well, is to have well, a government agency. The part of the reason we're in this bind, though, I personally, because it changed everything, was Trump. Because Trump would speak off the top of his head. Now, when a president speaks off the top of his head, reporters take that as gospel they have to print. And then they look at it and go, oh, that's disinformation. That's misinformation. And I think this is where this thing just spread to the point yeah. now we're almost in another uh, universe. Yeah, no, of... yeah he, he's definitely quickened and heightened the whole movement because he was such a, a, a juicy target for them to justify what they were doing in their minds. But this stuff got embedded in the universities and in the media ye years before Trump. This has been a gathering storm that's been going on for quite a while. And, and they, 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 have, they had generally a long-term plan to just infiltrate, and they have. They've infiltrated the media. They've infiltrated academia, corporate. All the corporations are now publicly woke. Hollywood, obviously. And they're all working in concert to squeeze out opposing opinion. And the best so, way to do it is to shame people and intimidate people. 
So the head of this uh, disinformation governance board of the Department of Homeland Security is uh, Nina Jenkowitz, who John just mentioned. She skeptical of the Hunter Biden laptop story, didn't like what she thought was disinformation out there about COVID. Uh, she made a TikTok video February 2021. It's hard to believe, but she sings about disinformation to the tune of Mary Poppins. Here we go. Boomerang is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> I thought at first somebody imitated her and made this video, no, but this her. is her. This oh, is her. She has to be out. She's the head of Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board, and she was appointed to this by Joe Biden. This is a crazy person. And uh, I'm if you come but, in there with a the bias about what disinformation is, you but, can't but have she, this job. She's insane. Out! First of all, there should be no job. The government should not have a disinformation governance board. It's like, get the F out of here. You're not in charge of what we think and write. You're not in charge of our opinions. Ouch! Jesus, play a little bit of that again. This woman's insane. What do you think, Deborah Mark? You could do that. Yes, I can. You could do a little uh, John and Ken uh, song with that. <laughs> no, 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 It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. And hang in there for the Moist Line people in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, when I saw this story pop up last night and again this morning, I thought of The Onion. I thought it might be parody, a joke. I didn't understand it. And then when it popped up more on the right-wing websites, I said, all right, so I don't want to get churned up in the right-wing machine either. So I went to the Washington Post to see what the hell this is and see what the left-wing machine is saying. <laughs> We're talking about, and I know this is weird, the Department of Homeland Security, of course, has Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And he was in congressional hearings this week. In fact, later in the show, we'll play you some more audio because uh, they went after him again about the border. But he mentioned in some of these hearings that the Department of Homeland Security has something called a disinformation governance board. And I thought the word itself was weird. Disinformation it's a, governance board. It, it sounds Soviet or Nazi-like, doesn't it? It does sound like a censorship board, yes. Well... That's that's we decide what disinformation is and we kill it. Right. Does that mean that it's not correct or not factual? Well, Maybe not. What everybody it could started, be our opinion. What everybody started saying, well, this is like the Ministry of Truth in George Orwell's book, 1984. And, and in that book, the Ministry of Truth was uh, in charge of um, making sure. Let me see here. I got an exact. Um, uh, it could, the, the Ministry of Truth controls information coming from news, entertainment, arts, and education. And you have to correct the record to align with the messaging of Big Brother, which is the leader and symbol of the ruling totalitarian party in the novel. So that's where the phrase Big Brother comes from. It comes from this novel. There's a ruling totalitarian party, and they have a Ministry of Truth to keep everybody in line 
keep everybody corrected that here is the true story that we approve of. Right. And so I, don't, way, I, I think that is a perfect analogy for what this is supposed to be here. Now, it's all broad, though. Everybody wants to know what the hell they're really going to do. Now, he said in the hearings, at first, it's going to combat misinformation from human smugglers. Because, again, these were border hearings. But in another hearing, uh-oh, he said it might be used to counter Russian cyber and election misinformation. The well, old idea that uh, Russia went after us in the 2016 election cycle with all sorts of phony stuff on Facebook right. and other social media. And the woman who he picked to lead this is Nina Jankowitz. Yeah, that's part two of the crazy story. And right? she, during the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story with The Post, kept insisting that the laptop is a Russian influence operation. In fact, if you remember, they had 50 former National security, CIA officials claim that this was Russian disinformation. Five right. former heads of the CIA went on the record, signed a letter saying it was Russian disinformation. That's what Jankowitz was pushing herself. It turned out they were pushing the disinformation. The laptop was real. It didn't come from Russian spies. Yeah, now he made it sound like in these hearings that it's really about uh, trying to uh, get to Spanish speakers who have given misinformation by human smugglers over the border. Because, again, this is homeland security. No, well, of course they have a cover story. You know, they're not going to say, hey, we're setting up a disinformation unit in order to try to uh, coerce and intimidate news media, people who write online, people who write on social media. Right. You know, and, and that's what it that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a coercion unit to use whatever power they have to try to set the record straight. This this is what the leftists believe. That's why they're into all the censorship online. That's why they have controlled the language and decided that anything you say is grounds for you being canceled and having your private life destroyed. Right. That's why they have made up all these phony crimes and they have all these phony charges, everything that ends in an ism. This is by design to intimidate and control people. And so the, logic, the logical yeah, extension well, is to have well, a government agency. The part of the reason we're in this bind, though, I personally, because it changed everything, was Trump. Because Trump would speak off the top of his head. Now, when a president speaks off the top of his head, reporters take that as gospel they have to print. And then they look at it and go, oh, that's disinformation. That's misinformation. And I think this is where this thing just spread to the point yeah. now we're almost in another uh, universe. Yeah, no, of... yeah he, he's definitely quickened and heightened the whole movement because he was such a, a, a juicy target for them to justify what they were doing in their minds. But this stuff got embedded in the universities and in the media ye years before Trump. This has been a gathering storm that's been going on for quite a while. And, and they, 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 have, they had generally a long-term plan to just infiltrate, and they have. They've infiltrated the media. They've infiltrated academia, corporate. All the corporations are now publicly woke. Hollywood, obviously. And they're all working in concert to squeeze out opposing opinion. And the best so, way to do it is to shame people and intimidate people. So the head of this uh, disinformation governance board of the Department of Homeland Security is uh, Nina Jenkowitz, who John just mentioned, she skeptical of the Hunter Biden laptop story, didn't like what she thought was disinformation out there about COVID. Uh, she made a TikTok video, February 2021. It's hard to believe, but she sings about disinformation to the tune of Mary Poppins. Here we go. 
Omering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So this information's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> I thought at first somebody imitated her and made this video, no, but this her. is her. This oh, is her. She has to be out. She's the head of Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board, and she was appointed to this by Joe Biden. This is a crazy person. And uh, I'm if you come but, in there with a the bias about what disinformation is, you but, can't but have she, this job. She's insane. Out! First of all, there should be no job. The government should not have a disinformation governance board. It's like, get the F out of here. You're not in charge of what we think and write. You're not in charge of our opinions. Ouch! Jesus, play a little bit of that again. This woman's insane. Information origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Deborah Mark? You could do that. Yes, I can. You could do a little uh, John and Ken uh, song with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. Remember, there's a camera on you. I can see you now doing. My it. ears are bleeding, and not, and it's not from Deborah. No offense, Deborah. <laughs> I know. I said it's not from you. Don't oh, give me that face. Okay. She just I, this woman, yeah. And this is also a, I like a narcissist how you get... who thinks she can sing. And I'm going to now entertain everybody by putting politics oh, and music God. together. This this is the progressive woke movement. This oh. is one of the leaders. This is scary. All she, right, we got. My right. news may sound better if I sing it. Go ahead. Are you going to try it with supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Kind of? <laughs> no, no, don't read a disaster story. No, anyway. I don't. Yeah, I bet it. you could hit those high notes. Two people were shot today. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, more coming up. John and Ken. It got ugly again between the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Antonio uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and some Republican Congress members who are questioning him. In this particular case, it's about the number of uh, deportations. You sure Deborah Mark doesn't want to hear the Mary Poppins lady again? Oh, singing? sure. I'd love to hear her. I'd love Why to Why don't you her. sing along I with her? I think we all should sing along. All of us. <laughs> Everybody on the John I, and Ken show. I can't Do I really that, have though. to play it again? I'll play it yeah, one more time. Want to. <laughs> okay, because. is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. More, it's how you more. hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. Dance, it's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are uh, head of uh, disinformation. What yeah, the note. governance board. Uh, there's apparently another video. Maybe you guys can find this. I just found this story. Yeah. She offers up some kind of weird sexual twist on the Harry Potter books. Oh. She sings, I helped him solve the mystery of the egg, but I'd like to solve the mystery between his legs. <gasps> 
Oh, Where did this woman come from? Do we know what was uh, her? I don't know. I've never, I've never heard, heard of, her. of her, and suddenly she's I, on a disinformation board I, at DHS. She must be some kind of she's activist. A political operative, isn't she? An yeah, activist. Or? Yeah. Um, I. I we'll All right. But right, you look that up, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll alarm Deborah Mark in the meantime. <laughs> the Wilson uh, Center. She's oh no! With? I'm going to be alarmed again. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have our first bird flu virus in the U.S. The H5 virus has been found in a poultry worker in Colorado. See what happens when you play with chickens in those chicken plants? She's right. It's not good, John. We got to stop eating the meat. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't eat chicken. It's the first recorded yeah, infection in the United States of this H5 bird flu virus, although they don't expect it to be uh, dangerous. Holy Jesus. Uh, All right. She attended Bryn Mawr College. She doubled majored in Russia, Russian and political science. She attended semester at Herzen State Pedagogical University in Russia in 2010 and graduated in 2011. Oh, she's a real she, communist. She was a Fulbright Fellow in Kiev, uh, and she worked with the Foreign Ministry of Ukraine. And she served as a disinformation fellow at the Woodrow Wilson Center and a supervisor of Russia and Belarus programs at the National Democratic Institute. Hmm. Oh, that's all real suspicious there. Right. Uh, and so she was the one screaming it was Russian disinformation uh, behind the hunt, Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's... You can't have a more suspicious background, a more suspicious title and job, and then this bizarre behavior on video. Uh, is this a setup? Is this real, the real? Is this the real world? By the way, the CDC suggested it isn't completely clear that the Colorado man was actually infected with the bird flu. The test may have picked up virus that was surface contaminant, presumably virus picked up by a nose swab. That was present because of the man's involvement in culling. Uh, you know what the word culling means, Deborah Mark, don't you? Culling infected poultry. He was putting them down. He was killing the yeah. birds. Yeah. Thinning the herd. This is why those women keep running out at the NBA playoff games. That's right. And gluing themselves and doing all the different things that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's helped. <laughs> you know, gluing I, yourself to the floor. I saw another funny take on that story today by a writer who said those are privileged women. That's the only way they got into those games. They could afford those tickets and get that kind of access and not be grabbed immediately upon running on the court because they're white, privileged women. I just thought that was funny. I like it when the progressives kind of fight each other. They start to eat each other, yeah. The animal rights people versus the white, privileged people. (laughs) Yeah, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to run out and glue yourself to the floor. Well, because NBA playoff tickets are expensive. Can you play it? Now, or is it? That was her? So, to set the scene... It's a play about the fourth book of Harry Potter, the Goblet of Fire, the Triwizard Tournament. The, in the tournament, Harry gets a clue in some form of a gold egg, and he goes to the bathroom and sees Moaning Myrtle, a ghost in Hogwarts, Ooh. and he is told by Moaning Myrtle that he has to put the egg under the water in the bathtub in this bathroom 
that once he goes underwater, the clue will reveal itself for the next event in the tournament. And so that's the scene. I see. You know all this stuff. That huh? I'm a big, the ten second rule. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what's between his yes, legs he's... that she's going after? His no. wand. Well, that makes sense, actually. All right. With that, we'll be back with uh, Steve Gregory to talk about this Texas man charged with killing a man who was walking his dog in mid Los Angeles. Next, John and Kenshaw, Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM six forty. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.